Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Fitness Unfiltered. I'm Jocelyn Thompson-Rule and today I speak to the amazing Emma Hackett who is a high performance coach. Now Emma works with elite athletes and individuals and today we discuss self-talk awareness, reframing and emotional intelligence. Emma has so many nuggets of information about how you can apply all of this mindset stuff immediately to your day so I hope you will do that. I'm obsessed with mindset as you know it's the first module in my Be The Change uh, mentorship with female coaches so I hope you enjoy the show. If you do I would love if you would leave a review on iTunes or whatever medium you're listening on. Enjoy the show. Emma, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? I am really, really well. Thank you for asking. How are you? Very, very well. Even better for chatting to you, (laughs) the woman who I've actually never met in real life, but that's okay. We've bonded. (laughs) We definitely have. Our vibe attracts our tribe. Indeed, indeed. Emma, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what you do? I'm a mental performance consultant and I work mainly with elite athletes and driven humans in sport and life, which I know sounds like a bit of a mouthful, but to really simplify that, I'm just obsessed with one muscle, which is three pound of muscle of the mind. And I support, I'm a part of a support team in preparing athletes for training and competition. Amazing. And you work with some pretty amazing people, all of whom you cannot talk about, obviously because of confidentiality, but safe to say you work with some epic humans, which you've said anyway, but I just wanted to reiterate that. (laughs) We met uh, via Ligram, didn't we? Mm -hmm. From some various posts we'd put up and then we connected and then had a chat, which was, which I remember when you got in touch with me and, you know, we had this call and then two hours later, my husband was like, who are you on the phone to? (laughs) Never mind, we're going deep, it's fine. (laughs) And we still haven't met yet, but that's okay. We will do. And we've got plans to do some other stuff together as well in the future which I'm really excited about. So, but I wanted to talk about three things uh, specifically today, self-talk awareness, reframing and emotional intelligence. Self-talk awareness, we'll start there. Self-talk is such an interesting sort of area that I come across. So first of all, I appreciate you have a a variety of, of listeners. And yes, right now I work with athletes, but that wasn't my starting point. 10 years ago, my starting point was me. (laughs) And at the time, I was, you know, facing just my own life adversities. We've all got a story. And I was just at a place where I was like, there's got to be something more than just this. Yeah, you know that moment Mm -hmm. on my knees, crying, like, what's going on? And this kind of led Mm -hmm. to wanting to to look in and understand because I wasn't around I knew nothing about self-development, like nothing, never heard of it. And I would have laughed at it if someone, you know, had thrust it upon me. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just started researching the library. It was, you know, a bit of a dial-up moment on the internet and just coming across different things. And, and over the, the this decade of doing so, one thing really came to my mind, and it was how can – this be applied simply you know so simple doesn't necessarily mean easy but just on my journey I come across so many like people that were like gurus that just believe my money 
you know, I felt worse after. <laughs> so I really wanted to strip it back. And that's why I spent a lot of time researching and it sort of come to certain principles. And I was like, what's one thing that could really anyone could do or work on? And my objective of going into sports is because I believe sports and business change the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was with the bigger picture for it to impact everyone to understand that this is three pound of muscle and it can be trained. Now there's some mm. fun facts with self-talk, which is we say over 1400 words a minute to ourselves. God, really? Oh my God. Okay. That's mad. I know, right? And How many is that per second? I don't even, I can't even calculate that, but a lot. <laughs> and when I say this and then black people look at me and I can see in their eyes, they're like, no, I don't. And I'm like, just said that in your head. I know you're saying in your head, no, I don't. <laughs> so when I look at self-talk and, and obviously what I do, so I know obviously when people think of athletes, they actually think of peak performance. And peak performance is one small element, but I sort of break it down to three key areas, which is mental health, like as in a healthy mind, our well-being, and then peak performance. And then in each mm-hmm. three of those areas, what does our self-talk need to be for us to be in that? And I found for my, personally, just for myself, my self-talk was so negative, so, so negative. And then my conflict was everyone was telling me to be positive. <laughs> and I just wanted, when someone yeah. told me, you know, just be positive, I was like, really? <laughs> you know, it just didn't sit, sit right. And then I'm hearing all these people telling other people, you know, if you think more positively, and I was like, I, I didn't, this didn't sit right. So I did research into it and it was, you know, a negative thought. So a self-talk consistently over is actually more powerful than a, than a positive thought. You know, he's really the message that we should be putting out to everyone to be more positive. Or is it one, create the awareness that, hey, do you know that you're saying over 1,400 words a minute to yourself and it's mainly on autopilot so we don't even realise, you know, we're not doing it directly, it's autopilot, that actually it's conditioned. So kind of looking at the mind like software. Yeah, so where's we're children? say from the age of naught to five is when we're kind of preconditioned our subconscious and then that creates our belief systems and that's what will develop us from there on but when we have the power of choice as adults it's well now I have the awareness I'm in a position to choose so yeah. I kind of looked at it like upgrading so you know how we upgrade our phones so yeah I wanted to, you know, feel better just about myself and, and, and life, but I didn't know the how. But my self-talk was not helping me, <laughs> you know, but my self-talk about me as a person or how I looked or what other people thought of me, and it was so aggressive and just coming at me and coming at me. But when I kind of looked at this process of, right, well, I want to upgrade this. I'm going to deal, like download new software. And I looked at it starting off with, what can I do less of? Because having more positive thoughts or trying to be positive was not helping me. How are you doing that? Because was it through affirmations or was it like, I don't like, how, how are you trying to do it? 
sorry, so I'm sharing obviously my, my personal way that I dealt with it at the beginning. So this is like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. knowledge is so much better now. Of um, course. I did go straight into affirmations and I, mm. I went all in. So first of all, I know now that I'm a driven human. I didn't know that then. I know mm. you are definitely a driven human. And I have no doubt in my mind, the majority of people that are going to be tuning into this are driven also, but they're not aware of that because their self-image and self-esteem is low and their self-belief without even realising that either. Right, okay. So there's levels of this lack of self-awareness. Yes. So when we get to the emotional intelligence uh, part, we look at that. So with the the self-talk, I was like, well, I want to feel more positive and and, and feel that and believe that. So I went straight into really positive affirmations, you know, talking to myself in the mirror, and it just wasn't connecting. But right. then I acknowledged, so I turned to my habits. Right. And I looked at my habits. I would compare myself a lot to others. Right. I would read magazines, not of education, but certain magazines that show certain things, you know, of, of other women, mm. you know, everyone looking mm. amazing and whatnot. Perfect or whatever, yeah. Yes. I would watch certain things before I went to sleep. Um, So I looked at this as, well, maybe if I do less of it, oh, I used to watch the news all the time. All Mm. the time I was watching Mm. the news. So I thought, if I do less of this, would that that help? And even doing less of these things, I started feeling better. My self-talk started being less irrational. Fast forward 10 years down the line, you know, that was the start of my obsession. So now every single day now I wake up with the intention and a part of that intention is continuous research in this. So now I look at it kind of like our health, our physical health. And then I started looking at it as like mental diets and mental fitness. Okay. You know, what is my mental diet? And then I started looking at negative self-talk is fast food because it's easy to talk negative about ourselves it's the easiest thing to do yeah yeah it's um one of the one of the things that I do um with uh, and I do at the women in fitness summit as well but on the mentorship like the very very first module is around mindset and one of the very first tasks is to think about three things that you like about yourself and then they have to say it out loud or they have to, you know, if it's on a, if it's on a Zoom call or whatever, they mm. have to type it in. And so many of them are hesitant about it. And, and that is just something that you like about yourself. It's not even something that you're like, you know, this is what I flipping am amazing at. It's just like three things you like about yourself. And I always say to them, I know that if I asked you three things you dislike about yourself, you'd give me 20, you 100%. know, but it's just, uh, it's that, it's that complete like, you know, imbalance of, of the, the positive and the negative. But, yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, and there is a reason why. So, you know, so whenever I talk about this, I always want it to be suggestive. So my only purpose and intention of ever sharing this outside of, you know, what I do the one-to-ones is just to create that awareness. I'm hoping it's a match that yeah. lights the fire somewhere, yeah, um, because mm-hmm. then that's how we find our own answers, because we are all yeah. individual and in different chapters of our lives. But one thing I do know is, is all our minds, you know, function the same. But mm. not all of us 
are aware of the choices that we have in developing it. Mm. I think it's probably something that people don't even think, like as you, you know, you were like, you know, thinking about developing it. And, and I think a lot of people don't even, it's almost like they're in the prison of their own mind. Do you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't even consider that regular skeletal muscles this is something that you can train like obviously there's definitely more awareness around it now but but still that what you could do with it is obviously you know so much 100% and we give such a big investment to the past and we bring that forward what we believe affects our emotions affects our actions affects our results why do we give such an investment to the past well we never went to future class at school. Yeah. But oh, we God. went yeah. to history, you know, yeah. and what was our objective? So I'm a, I'm an 80s. I was 84. At that time, it was everything heavily relied on talent and results. Your whole yeah. life was planned. Basically, you was told if you didn't get good results, mm. you're going to end up being nothing Mm. so in a sense that creates a a fear but how did we what was that result of how good our muscle memory was at remembering so we have to look back so when we sit an exam we're looking back to the point that we roll our eyes if I said to you where was you January the 19th 2017 yeah let me think and you're literally will roll your eyes up because you're looking back I'm doing that right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, where was I? Yeah. I yeah. No idea. Yeah. yeah, so we're not conditioned to even be able to look forward. And uh, mm. it's only come to light over the last 15, 20 years that this is even a malleable muscle. Mm. That's even a world of science. What's super exciting now in this day and age is we have access to everything. What is a bit of a negative is we have access to everything and Mm. we are consumers. So, you know, (laughs) even if someone's like, well, I want to, you know, develop myself or I want to be able to do, you know, believe in myself a bit more or, you know, I want to go for that job. I want to feel competent going for that interview. Yeah. There's so much choice that people don't know what to lean into. Yep. And there's so many different things that you can do now to start your day well or whatever, you know, whether it's drinking hot water and lemon, breathing, yoga, meditation, and then it's two o'clock and you've done sweet FA, but you got all of your start to the days done. So it's just like, yeah, give me one thing that's going to improve the other stuff. I'm going to give you one thing. Oh, fab. I wasn't actually asking that, but yeah, let's go for it. Awareness only. Okay. Okay. Back in the days when we were cavemen and women, yeah, yeah, we would go to bed when the, the night sky got dark and we would rise when the sun rose. And what that did is is we would engage the parasympathetic mind through that process. Now, this day and age, it's so fast-paced, yeah, yeah. very fast-paced, lots of uncontrollables, you know, we don't go to bed when the diet gets dark. We've normally got a screen in our face now in bed. Mm. Yeah, mm, don't wake up yeah. as the sun rises, but you can get a clock on Amazon that is does exactly that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so why would it be beneficial for just our mental health alone 
to win our mornings. Mm. Because the objective is we want to be in a parasympathetic state because that part of the mind is more logical. It engages our relaxation side. Right. Sympathetic, we were more primal. So if we start the day off primal, and that's your day starts at 7 a.m., yeah. <laughs> and you're running full primal and you've got a massive to-do list and you've got this, and plus you've got this self-talk that you weren't even paying really much attention to, but it's just, mm. you know, can be quite savage and emotionally draining. It's really hard to be connected. Mm. So the purpose of winning the morning is yeah. what's going to anchor you to the power of choice to start your day. And then the, the choice to do that is in the challenge. So, yes, lots of people are going to suggest different things. And, yes, when I work with clients one-to-one, I suggest. But the reason being is because I'm just a bystander with a different view. And it's really hard for us mm-hmm. to see the picture, our own picture, when we're in the frame. So this is why people will reach out for a one-to-one coach, but it doesn't mean everyone should be working with someone on a, one, on a one-to-one basis. But when we have the own awareness, then we can choose to challenge ourselves. So if you want to be better, you know, feel better in the morning, well, doing what you're doing, if that's not making you feel better, (laughs) that's not going to work for you. So it's try something Mm. new. Well, what puts us in that state? So Mm. meditation does, but there's so many different ways to approach meditation. I like to find the easiest way, everything, that's not being lazy, it's just being more practical. I don't want to be a master meditator. I just want to be able to win, you know, win my day and be patient with my children. <laughs> yeah. So five minutes, five minutes meditation, yeah. if you don't already meditate, is enough. You don't necessarily have to download an app. I mean, there are fantastic apps. Yeah. But go on YouTube, it's free. Go on YouTube yeah. tomorrow morning and put in five minutes guided morning meditation and once you start having an intention for yourself which most of us don't do because we're a service to others and we don't prioritize ourselves when you make that decision and you realize okay well I've not done this before well that's okay because now Mm. you're open to learning because when Mm. we realize it we are just students of life I fully get what you said about win the morning because I'm laughing when you said, you know, and it gets to two o'clock in the afternoon because I, <laughs> I was that person. <laughs> I've got sage. I had, you know, I did <laughs> I'm drinking all the teas, but I was coming from a place of lack still. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's it. Then you throw everything at it, don't you? And you do your best to like overcome whatever it is, you know, in, in the best way that you, that you can. I would something or someone to save me without realizing that that was I, that it had to be me yes and yes that first part was start being kinder to myself what's really interesting actually is you know what you said before about actually removing the things that you thought were probably not not great and that in itself was the thing that started to turn everything around because I would naturally gear towards, right, well, let me start doing things that are good for me Mm -hmm. rather than let me take away the bits that I think aren't helping. Do you know what I mean? Like my, my, I would naturally navigate towards 
well, if I start doing this positive thing, then that's going to help rather than let me just do a quick review of what may not be working. So that's just a really good way of thinking about it, I think. So definitely. Most people put a false positivity, you know, just smile and deal with it. Like they're walking into work, just smile. And I kind of look at that as if you're driving your car and it's, you know, it's running low on fuel and just like, nah, and you put an emoji smiley face sticker over the fuel gauge. (laughs) Yeah. Is that going to refuel your car up? No, it's going to run out of fuel. And that's kind of like us. We have a mass output. On a daily basis, we need to fill our cup up. And then just like you said there about acknowledging the awareness of not having to put all this new stuff on, yeah. maybe doing less of stuff. Now look at that food. If I eat a whole pizza right now, but then it eats an apple, <laughs> you know, is that apple going to make a difference? If I don't get away the whole pizza, but if I take it down to just a slice, and eat an apple. So now think of this, of how we talk to ourselves, our negative self-talk, but then it could also acknowledge, okay, so the way that I explain it is that we wear different caps. There, We are different versions of us at different times. So I have the business cap, the coach cap, the mum cap, the wife cap, and all of these that require a different version of us. And most people don't even realise that they're walking around with all their caps on at the same time. Yeah, that's a, a me, babes. I've got all the caps on. Right. So one of the key oh, things God, I've yes. is changing the caps, but learning the how, because it is a skill. But to step one is being aware and pick one cap. That would be my suggestion. Pick one cap and look in that cap. What could I do less of first? Yeah. And then who do I want to be in that? Yeah. So not, yeah. we are not who we were. We are not even who we are right now. We yeah. are who we are becoming, either mm. through autopilot or direct thinking. And there's certain laws of life that they just are. So the law of gravity is the law of gravity. I didn't learn that in school, I think, till I was about mm. nine or 10. But the law of gravity mm. impacted me when I was seven because I believed that I could fly like Peter Pan. <laughs> and I jumped off that unit in the living room and law of gravity let me know <laughs> that even though my belief was I could fly. <laughs> oh, no. Gravity had other ideas. It impacted me. There's the law of self-talk, whether we believe it or not. You yeah. are being impacted by your self-talk. So true. I, you've, just, you've just hit the nail on the head for me. I've tried to wear all the caps at once. <laughs> we all wonder life gets stressful. No, 100%. 100%. And this is where you can cre- create. And this is where we are so individual. So there's not a generic. But I, I'll share a couple of mine with you if you, if you like. If, mm. So... I have an intention list, kind of like a shopping list of mm. who I need to be when I'm on one-to-one coaching calls. And I do back-to-back coaching calls because I love it. So, you know, this is the, what fuels my fire. But, you know, my morning starts with three children, three dogs. 
Yeah. <laughs> and now I've just created a new routine, which if you want another time to talk about routines, I would love to. Um, of going to training at 6 a.m., I would love to, to talk about routines with you because it's hilarious. <laughs> but I have an intention list of what's my non-negotiables. You know, mm. standards that I uphold myself. What do I need to call upon from myself? So let's just say the morning didn't go as a morning that, you know, let's say my youngest one has tried to eat the dog food again, you know, <laughs> the dog <laughs> has done something, you know, and then I know I'm going on these calls. Now, if I don't get into the coaching cap with purpose, I'm going to be on that feeling state of being flustered and rushed from the school run that maybe that didn't go to plan. So I would check in with myself, look at my intention list. I want to be purposeful. I want to be engaging. I want to be listening. I want to be the best version of me. And if I'm not feeling that in that moment, I will go to certain things. So it would be a certain song I will play. Okay. I have certain songs that I will go to that I know because I use them. Yeah. It will get me that into that into that state, and presumably that doesn't take that long either. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm I'm kind of imagining right. So you know, three kids, three dogs. Mm-hmm. So school run back home on onto the court. It's not like you've got 20 minutes to to step into this mm-hmm. coaching. You do you know what I mean? I'm assuming that that's quite a short. And I change my shoes, and this is actually one of the big tools that the top athletes that I work with have said this has been their biggest changer for them. Really? I purposefully put a different pair of shoes on. Why? So I can get present where my feet are. So when I see them, right now I've got my coaching shoes on. Amazing. And now I'm going to show up. Then when I have five minutes to deload from coaching to get to school to pick up, mm. I will come out of my home office and I will change my shoes again. And I will right. remind myself of who I need to be. Yeah. I'm mum. Yeah, because if I'm not, I would be on my phone in the playground. Yeah, or I would be thinking yeah. of work. What could I have done better on that call? What could I have done? So I want to be mum, right? Who do I right? So what do I need to do? Breathe, relax. Yeah, okay. What are my intentions? I'm going to ask them how their day was. Yeah. So I yeah. leave the coaching cap in the office. I also mm. write three things down. I call it the shit sandwich. Yes, okay. <laughs> I know the shit sandwich. So it's neuro-linguistics language of the brain, but I think of it as a shit sandwich. Mm. So I will go, what went well? So it's like the first layer of bread. So what went well with my coaching day? Mm-hmm. What could be improved? Yeah. What am I going to try better next time? Then I say to myself, are you going to give yourself permission to take the coaching cap off? Yes. That means I leave all my thoughts, feelings. Uh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, the reason for the shit sandwich is what went well? So I train my mind to acknowledge wins in every scenario because this builds up mm. your self-belief, self-competence, self-image. Now, what could yeah. be improved is a healthy way to self-assess and holding myself accountable to be better. Nasty, because the negative self-talk will be savage. Whereas if you can go, right, where could mm. I improve? So if that's time management, mm. I'm going to write that. What am I going to try differently next time? I'm going to mind be mindful of the time or I'm going to say before the call starts, we have 60 minutes. And then I take that cap off. And then when you do this every day, so if you shit sandwich every single day, it yeah. becomes a new lowest form. It's my, yeah. it's my new lower self. 
So then, yeah, when I get the children, do that, mm. being the wife, I have to be mindful, you know, so I might just mm. not have no shoes on. <laughs> so when he comes back in, to be mindful to ask him how his day is. And yeah, so changing <laughs> the caps is a yeah. game changer. You know, so what does that look like, you know, from yeah. work? There's so many uncontrollables at work, whether it's other people or whatnot. So however your day went, mm. you can go, what went well? What could be improved? What would I do differently next time? And then you give yourself permission to take that cap off. And then however you travel home, whether that's car, train, who do I want? What cap am I going to be putting on next? And what will, yeah. what will support that? Well, I'm really riled right now because my boss was a dick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so maybe it would be to FaceTime a friend and ask how their day was. Maybe it's to listen to a certain song. Maybe you want to listen to a podcast. But something that's going to put you into that emotional state or mind state. So then when you get to the door, you remind yourself, right, now I'm going to be. Yeah. No, really good. Because, yeah, because you just, you end up then racing in your head around the day and what, yeah, it all just crosses over, doesn't it, actually? Whereas, and actually it does seem like I'm going to try try this, obviously, now. (laughs) And I'm really interested to see, because I do that, as you, I'm sure you know that I do like, um, Similar questions, I'll do a, a four-question review. I've never referred to it as a shit sandwich. <laughs> so the what went well, what would I do differently? How does this give me confidence? How does this make me feel better prepared? And obviously, I got that from a sports psychologist I worked with before. It was not my own. But the caps thing, I think I'm, I'm really interested to do that now because I know that definitely, like 100%, you know, uh, you know, when I'm, I've, I've often got work on my mind or, but actually I think the giving yourself permission thing to go, all right, that's done. Now it's time to do this. Okay, cool. And, and presumably that crosses over quite a lot in the day as well. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And the purpose of this is, this is how we get present. Mm. So, you know, if you just take a breath and look down where your feet are and be present where your feet are, then you know who you need to be at that time. Otherwise, the mind yeah. will be racing forward or racing back. Yeah. I could have done this. I could have done this. And cue that self-talk. Because if you've already done that review, then that's done, isn't it? And that will quiet your mind anyway. Mm. Okay. Love it. All right. Next one, reframing, which I also love. Yes. So the shit sandwich is a reframe. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's look at what is the benefits of, of being able to reframe. So we strive, well, mo- many people will, and there'll be many people maybe listening to this that will know this feeling of we will always focus on what we lack, what we could do more of, what we could be mm. better at. Mm. Yeah. Without actually being able to acknowledge how far we've already come in any moment. So, or we make something that's potentially a controllable and uncontrollable through our self-talk. Well, I'm just, I'm just shit. I can't do it. Mm. I just can't do that. Whereas when you allow yourself to try something, whatever that is, or even if it's with the self-talk, well, I just can't do that. I can't start thinking less negative thoughts yeah and he's like right what if you try mm. and after you've tried you reframe it and you look at right what went well with that well I gave effort in trying okay what could be improved 
I need to know more about this because I heard some mental performance coach, you know, talk about it, it created the awareness, but I need to know more about this. Okay, so what could I do differently? It's a skill. I'm going to learn it. Yeah. So reframing, we can reframe in any area, you know, whether it's, you know, if you ever walked away from a conversation and felt so awkward and like you want the floor to swallow you up, and, you, and that's because you've yeah. gone many primal times. and it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like knocks the wind out of you and it's the mind's gone primal. It's gone fight, flight, freeze. Whereas when you can reframe yeah. it, I see it right, but what went well with it? I looked him in the eyes, I said my name, I introduced myself, okay, what could be improved? I need to breathe, you know, I could trust myself more. Yeah. Relax my shoulders. What am I going to try next time? Next time I approach someone to have a conversation and I feel that, you know, I feel nervous about it, I'm going to remind myself to breathe, relax and trust myself. Again, it's good doing that review all the time and it's such a simple thing to do, but it's one of those things where things that are easy to do are also not easy to do and I know that's something that we we spoke about outside of this call but I think it's it's worth talking about is the idea of you know trying something once and it hasn't worked out mm. and so again it's that negative talk of I just can't do this instead of like explain to me how you how you explained it before like you play it out three times in your head or something wasn't it and then Yes. So because I was talking about, that was it. I was talking about visualization. I find when I'm visualizing stuff that it's still quite blurry. Like, you know, people say, you have a crystal clear vision of, and I'm like, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mess. (laughs) I can barely see what I want. (laughs) Yes. So let's look at this. If we just look at emotional intelligence as a whole, we've got that we're not taught it. And even still now it's not a part of the curriculum. It's free. It's a gift. We can thank our parents for talent. Yes, yeah? so some of us are naturally good at certain things without realizing that we're naturally good at it. So we just do it. So some people can just naturally visualize. Mm. Some people can just naturally speak well about themselves, or that may have even been nurtured, but they didn't realize it was nurtured. What is so great is it doesn't matter where you're starting. It doesn't matter if you have talent or not. You can learn a new skill. And it's not the learning that gets in the way. It's the not having the clarity on your why. Because Mm -hmm. if we don't have clarity on why we're doing what we're going to do, our excuses will always win. Always, every time. Mm. So this is where the part of self-development is having a your own why, not a social media why. Yeah, not what you think maybe society is telling you why. doesn't happen, mm. but it's not a, ma- a materialistic thing. But Okay, so ha- here's how I made a deal with myself when I wanted to, for just for my mental health and self-development, you know, 10 years ago. I made a, I made the sort of acknowledgement of I'm going to be with me for the rest of my life. Because <laughs> at, at that point, I was very outward, you know, it was just, why are people so horrible? You know, why is this? Why is this? Why is this? Very out. And which means I gave no power to myself. I gave it all away. But when I acknowledged, I'm going to be with me for the rest of my life. Okay. Well, that was my big enough why to invest in at least trying 
to to like myself a bit more, love myself, know myself a bit more, hold myself accountable a little bit more. So visualization didn't come naturally to me. That wasn't something that I could naturally just do. But I knew because obviously with my studies and things, how important it is. The mind does not know what's real or not. And all our beliefs are generally created within our mind. So the power of visualization is, is immense and we just not taught that. But always start small. When I tried it, so I was talking to you about this earlier, you know, so my objective, you know, my safe place is my, my one-to-ones. Um, mm. But there's a really, you know, one of our human needs is to, to be a service to others. And I'm like, well, I really want to share this because if this is working for, you know, all these athletes that people look up to, this can be filtered down to, to companies, schools, to individuals. Oh, but now I've got to have some self-courage to step out of my own negative self-talk, which would be like, but you've got a really Essex accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're female and it's a male-dominant industry. But Emma, mm. you know, <laughs> all mm. the negative stuff would come up. So, yeah, um, I mean, and now I do mindset talks all over the place. But before yeah. I had the courage to step up and do that, I visualised it a lot. And my, I really struggled with that. Like mm. you said, I couldn't get that clarity. So I found a way and it was to break it down into three mm. steps, same way as the reframing worked, which the first time I would visualize, I would feel all that fear and let that play out. Yeah. And I'd come out of that yeah. and be like, but what went well? And in my visualization, I was given my best efforts and that was enough. What could be improved? What would I do differently next time? Visualize again with that new what I've learned. And mm. if that fear was coming up, you know, so if that negative self-talk was coming up, like, Emma, why would they listen to you? You know, I've li- recently just done talks at Loughborough University and even now, so 10 years doing this, I I got that. So there's a saying, every level, there's another devil. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I got hit with that. So how did I ground myself? Well, because I'd already visualised it. So my self-talk went to trust mm. the process. Share the knowledge with purpose. Breathe. Yeah. So the second visualization is seeing you overcome it. So this could be dating. Yeah, this could be someone that's too nervous or scared to go out and date because they've had a past mm. date experience. We give the past much investment. This could be someone wanting to go for an interview. This could be someone to ring someone up they haven't spoken to for ages. Mm. It's not always necessarily, you know, big goals and objectives of, of business and, you know, all these things. Yeah. So the second time round, apply what you want to apply. So you see yourself activating that. And then the third time round, see the best version. And it's a skill. So the more we practice it, the better we get. Because that's what I feel like. I feel like of late I've been, because I've kind of gone back and forth with, with meditation. Like when I, years ago, I lived in Japan for a year and I meditated every day just for like, I think it was 10 minutes at the side of my bed. But I lived in this tiny little fishing village where it was, you know, so tranquil and it was just so easy to, to do. And I really felt it benefited me a lot, you know, after a, a period of time of doing it. And then when I was pregnant with Bjorn, I meditated a lot. And then I didn't, with Maxi at all. Um, and now I've really come back to it where I'm meditating in the morning and meditating in the evening and mm. um, probably for about 20 minutes. So I'm, I'm, it's, it's a guided one that I'm listening to. 
the one thing that, yeah, like the whole visualization thing, like I do, I don't know what it is. And, I, and maybe that's a, that's a, a, a negative, you know, or a self-talk thing where I'm just like, I can't do it. I find it so hard. I find it so hard. And so lo and behold, yeah. it's hard for me to to do it. But actually to try it, review it, try it again. Because I agree, like, again, on the whole, of course, it's it's so important to be positive and have a positive, you know, mindset and all that kind of stuff. But I really like that you, you know, play out the fear part as well, because even if it is one of the ways they describe it as, you know, false evidence appearing real, mm. it's still real in some way in your in your mind even if it's not actually real if the mind hasn't got psychological safety it will go primal which then if we sit in that through our thoughts so we don't catch ourselves in it and call Mm. it out Mm. we sit in that and sit in that now we're releasing you know the stress hormones now our hearts racing now we've got sweaty hands so it's a physiological Mm. effect so yes false evidence appearing real but it feels real to us and the navigator of that is our self-talk so this is why i always bring it back to self-talk because if we got better at understanding and and having the awareness around our self-talk and then looked at what we could do less of that is fueling that negative self-talk, just our health and well-being will be better. You know, peak performance is a little bit different. So I've, there's a formula that I, I feel that, so I mainly use it in sports, but it, it works in life. And that is 45% practice, 45% training, 10% competing. 45% practice is, is just practicing stuff. It's just trying stuff. Mm. And then we test that under intensity. So what does that look like? You know, so if it is someone going for an interview, right? So you, and you, they know their self enough to know that they're a nervous person, but you know that going in there being nervous isn't going to bring out the best version of you because your mm. mind's going to be primal. You're not going to say what you want to say. You're going to feel uncomfortable. So you actually want to go in there with a cool, calm, composed mind. Let's practice that. Let's practice that through your self-talk. You know, you can actually practice out the interview yeah you can visualize that through those three visualization steps the training part is test that yeah so maybe i don't know you can mm. have a friend that can be like can i you know i'm going to practice my interviewing skills on you because it is a skill yeah so mm. now you're testing it mm. under training so under intensity review it what went well what could be improved what i do different next time oh i need to practice you know, being more, a little bit more composed. Now the Mm. 10% in life are the opportunities. So the interview is the opportunity. Mm. Now it's a kind of anything goes, you know, so if if in the morning of your interview, you wake up and you woke up with that big spot on your face because because you drew on or, you know, you didn't get as much sleep as what you wanted or there's a, you've got a flat tire. It's no matter what anything goes, you're going to still show up to that interview and cash out on your hard work with purpose. And that's such a small, like that's the, the last piece, but the, the actual work is the practice and is the, is the training. Yeah, so, so interesting. The fear of failing. Mm. When we don't realise that actually practice and training is for failing, but with purpose. Mm. Failing with purpose. Bloody love that. <laughs> 
Ah, it's, yeah. Otherwise, it's it's on autopilot. We set ourselves up for the fail, and then we make our self worth is not attached to any outcome, but we attach our self worth to every outcome. Mm. So the power is in the decision and choice. If I so you know, I'm going to fail with purpose. What does that mean? Well, that means I'm going to give a hundred percent effort. I'm going to prepare the best I can, and if I fail, great. There's a lesson in it. I'm mm. going to take the lesson. That's where what went well, what could be improved, but I'll do differently next time. Yeah. So good. So, so good. And look, obviously it's, it's, it's a subject that I'm so interested in and forever will be because obviously it's really lifelong work, isn't it? Your own self-development. But I remember when I was working with um, Katie Page, who's the um, sports psychologist that I worked with at the time, and I must have worked with her for, um, I guess, on and off for about two years, but intensively maybe over a period of maybe about five to eight months or maybe five to six months or something like that. And I remember like, I remember like each week speaking to her and then going away and doing the work and like coming back and saying to her, like, you know, it's, it was, it, it was, it was hard to do. Like it's trying to get back in control of your mind is really hard work because as you say you've got so much going through your 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 thoughts in or your so many thoughts are happening so quickly all the time and then was it you that said to me before 80 percent of our thoughts are negative that's why it's easy for us to be negative yeah brain it is so easy to be negative about anything any situation so yeah someone is continuously we're in a, a world of labeling i don't like labeling at all you know i don't believe there are you know negative people it's how we interpreted things but when you understand how the mind works and if the way that we absorb things take things in is mainly 80 percent negative naturally mm. well okay well that's why it takes work you know it's just like muscles exercise and training are two different things exercise fills the cup up and it's well-being training is very purposeful and can mm. be a stressor because it's challenging the muscles Mm. Yeah, at a very different level to, to grow. Mm. Now think of this as the mind. Not everyone has to be driven, hungry. You know, if that's not you, that's absolutely mm. okay. But everyone would benefit from being able to exercise their mind well. Mm. Just like everyone would be able, everyone benefits, whether that's, 10,000 steps. Yeah, you know, just exercise. Not everyone has to want to be, you know, in the gym, pumping iron. Training. No. And yeah. this is the same, you know, because in the world of mindset, I mean, and I get it because even now when I go into to companies or, you know, my biggest thing is, is, is I'm still having to prove, you know, like, hey, this is the muscle and you can train it. But, but the world is starting to understand that, but there is still mixed messaging and it's like, you have to know yourself enough. And if you are someone that's driven or, you know, that you're watering yourself down, then it's a mind job. And we don't score points for going at it alone. You know, you find your own way. I believe we can bring the fun in everything. And I, my, that belief comes from because in my, my research and my education in this, I got really I really struggled with the boredom, you know, like you said, but because I was driven and I was focused on it, but 
I think this is probably why I've gone mm. to the total side of like shit sandwiches and there's also the effort bucket that I use <laughs> because I was like, I just want to break it down and make it relatable and find the fun wherever we can. Yeah. You know, it's okay not to be okay. I book in myself. So, you know, when you've been triggered, so I get triggered, you know, even though I mm. work on my mind all the time, but now I do mm. purpose. I mm. will have a purposeful pity party. I book it in, invite for one, and I'm going all in. <laughs> I'm in that 10 minutes. Why me? Oh, why me? No, why that? Oh, that's horrible. Uh, but then I come out of it because it's a release. You don't want to hold all that emotion in because you end up mm. emotionally constipated. You know, so I release it mm. and I set my intentions. Okay, what did I learn from that? So good in the sense that, because even you just saying like, you know, training – Obviously, training this three pound of muscle is like training, you know, skeletal muscle. Like, I kind of still have an expectation of the mind work that I do to happen probably quicker than I would mm. physical work. So, I always think if I, you know, I always um, kind of if I start a new program or whatever, I'm always like, give yourself 12 weeks before you start to feel like you'll see results and whatever it is, speed, strength, whatever it is. And I've realized just listening to you saying that, that I don't do the same from like, I wouldn't go. And I guess, cause it feels like in a way it's harder to quantify, I suppose, because in training you've got those physical tangible numbers, you know, with the mind, it's harder to sort of measure I guess you can measure it in a way, but it's it's harder to measure it. And so therefore it feels like it's more difficult to to sort of continue yes. and, and be consistent with it. But I, it's, it's for me now kind of like, it's like a no brainer. It's just like, you will not, not benefit from this. Like, do you know what I mean? Just keep doing this work. And I do feel like I'm in a, place where I've got back into meditation now and um, I try to be as as mindful as I can in the day and some days are easier than others and to catch my negative talk but then or the negative self-talk but then you kind of think yeah but 80% of my thoughts are negative so that's really I'm really having to fight an uphill battle ah, it's just exhausting so it's <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah <laughs> a fight is exhausting but when we release it, we get what we give focus to. So we have something called the reticular activating system. So mm. have you ever made like a big purchase, like a car or, and you research the car and, and then, you know, you get the car and you pick the color, you know, whatever, whatever it was. And mm. then you're driving up the motorway or around your normal roads and you see that car. And then you see Everywhere. it again. And then <laughs> yeah. again. Or in, in our world, oh no, you get the new Metcons and you're buzzing and then you walk yeah. in and everyone's got them. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. like, what? That was always there. The reticular activating system is a filter. It fills out so we don't take ev- absolutely everything in. What we think about, we bring about. We live in yeah. our story is our internal narrative that we live in. So if mm. you believe that you've got to fight negative thoughts, well, oh, that's draining. What about just letting them go? Or, uh, okay, sorry, so I know I'm going on a bit. So another tool that I use, which 
I love it because I get sent great pictures of people creating their own ones is the fuck mm. it bucket. <laughs> yeah. So I would ask myself, if I find myself in that negative narrative, I just ask myself, is this serving me? Is this going to benefit my future self? No. Is there anything I can do about it right now? And if there's not, no. Put it in the fucking bucket. Let it go. Now, it could be for a reason. You know, so if you're getting that, oh, I don't know, a parking ticket that you haven't paid for. and mm, Which reminds me, I've got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and you're classing it oh. a negative thought. Well, no. You know, is there anything I can do about that right now? If you're stay at home, yes, I can. What cap do I need to put on? Or my organised admin cap? Gosh, so there's lots of caps, aren't there? I was just thinking of mum, work, wife, but there's organised that. All right, okay. So there are lots uh, of caps. Okay, I good. I like that, that though. Because I'm not naturally organised. And I didn't learn how, so I wasn't brought up in an organised home. That's not a good or bad thing. That's just how it was. So as yeah. an adult, <laughs> I didn't realise that that's actually, there's organisational intelligence and I got my intelligence from an unorganized home, but that habit isn't going to serve me right now who I am because I'm someone that wants to wear multiple caps and be great in all my caps. So I need to level up my organizational skills. And I need to learn that. So I learn that through, through modeling. So I will find someone who's extremely organized and I ask them, how do you do that? <laughs> right. Okay. And then they teach me. So I created okay. an organizational cap because. I'm not naturally organized, so I have to do it with intent. Mm. Oh my gosh, so much stuff. Emma, I could literally talk about this for, you know us anyway, because we can chat, but I could talk about this for days, but so, so much useful stuff in there. And I I don't want to downplay it by saying it's simple because I think it's really hard, but you've given some really simple, actionable ways. I love that. You know, that definitely won't be easy for sure, because we are indeed battling 80% negative thoughts. But I feel like it's stuff that people can take away and go, right, well, this, you know, for me, certainly the caps thing is a big thing. I'm definitely, I need to put on my um, tidying up cap now, actually. (laughs) Yes. And then how can you make that better? Put some music on that you like. Mm. Yeah, find the fun. Yeah. Okay. You know, as you're picking like yourself it. up, instead of being like, oh, all this stuff, you know, it's, it's turning around like, I'm so grateful for this. You might not be there yet. Don't do that if you're not there yet. Yeah, I'm so... No, but it's so true though, isn't it? Home. God, that's already just even changed the way I think about it. Oh, gosh, I'm feeling all emotion. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, but that's, yeah. Just for people listening, you know, it's, ask yourself, do I want to try this in an in a exercise way? You know, the, the, the mm. thing is with people, that elite, elite athletes, you know, they fall into like three, five percent of people. Mm. For them, choice is an illusion. There is no choice. It's do or do not. Because they've got nowhere to hide their behaviors and habits. It's shown to hundreds and thousands of people, yeah, that are, that are watching. And it is in that, that one moment. It takes courage for us to want to develop ourselves. Mm. And there's so many excuses around us that we have to. You know, we have to choose what our why is. Mm. And even if your starting point is listening to this and getting a bit more awareness and asking yourself, what could I do less of? You know, Mm. watch watch less news, scroll less. Mm. And the best way to 
to bring a new habit in is to change it for one that you've already had. So if you're going to be picking up your phone, that's the last thing you do is pick up your phone. Great. Then read a chapter of a book, put 10 minutes guided meditation on. Don't Mm -hmm. expect it to save you. Yeah. Just try it. And remember, yes, this is three pound of muscle and you know, we can't pull this muscle out and be like, look at the six pack on that. Yeah. Or you know, look at the endurance on this bad boy or the emotional yeah. resilience. But the reality yeah. of it is life is always going to throw curveballs at us and we all are going to get punched in the face. <laughs> but yeah. if we fall on our back, if we look up, we can get up. Mm. And if we know ourselves that little bit more, we can come out of adversity better instead of bitter. And on the other spectrum, you know, we can live our true greatness. We can mm-hmm. unlock our true potential. You've made me really look forward to tidying up now. I'm like, I love that. What am I going to think about? Yeah. <laughs> I do am wraps as many rooms as possible for time because <laughs> I'm competitive. So I set the timer and I run the dogs literally chase me because I've got to find the fun. Otherwise, I'm not going to want to tidy. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I'm trying to declutter at the moment. I've done one. I did the boys' room today, actually. And that was really good, but kind of half of it's still on the sofa and there's clothes everywhere. But I'm now, I'm going to just take a different approach to it and just just get it done. Get and the tunes on. Enjoy it. Get the tunes on. I love it. Emma, oh my goodness. Thank you so much for this. Um, more to come from us for sure, but you've certainly given me a ton of tips that I'm going to action immediately. Um, where can people find you, Emma? Because I know that you're hidden away. You're like a little gem hidden away. Okay, so <laughs> one of my beliefs right, that got in my way and now I've got to level up. Yeah, so man. It's just word of mouth. But right now you can find me on my Instagram handle is Limitless Coaching. The website isn't up yet, but I can give that as soon as you, that's up at a later date. But yeah. please, anyone having questions, if they want suggestions of books or they just have general questions, or they even want to question what I've said, so I love that too, mm-hmm. please, please email yeah. me. My email address is limitlesscoaching1 at gmail.com. Sorry. Email me if I can help out. I will. If I can answer the question, I will. If I can be suggestive, you know, I will. Brilliant. And you mentioned you mentioned books. What would be your top three mindset books or even just top three books? They don't even need to be mindset. They probably are mindset, but what would your top three books be? Recently, based on what we've discussed, uh, James Clear, Atomic Habits. Oh, love. Listening to that on Audible at the moment for Brilliant. the 50 millionth time. Yep. Brene Brown, Dare to Lead. Yep. Do I have, I've got two of Brene's books. Yes, I do. Sit on the shelf. Amazing. Good. Yep. Just making sure I've got these. My third one would be Mindset, Carol Dweck. Great. Brilliant. Have her also. Have her on my Kindle. Love it. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Carol Dweck. Okay. Perfect. True resilience and someone that, you know, just come from nothing. So if anyone is in the field of, you know, wanting to test their self sort of physically and mentally, then Mm. I suggest david goggins you can't hurt me yes good old david he uh, I, I listened to a little thing on his instagram yesterday actually amazing cool cool, Ooh, cool. And tribe of mentors by tim ferris sorry that's Ooh, tribe of mentors i haven't heard of that that's is that a new one it's no no it's been out for ages it's an easy daily read look this is how i looked at it because it's like quips 
from from basically mentors. So I leave that one in my downstairs loo. So when anyone okay. visits and it's there as a visual, we all know that people, we're all creatures of habits. People pick things up to read in toilets if they haven't got their phone on them. So I want yeah. it to be inspirational. <laughs> so I leave books in my downstairs loo. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Tribe of Mentors. Okay, cool. Wicked. I'll check that out. I've not heard of that one. Oh, Emma, thank you so much, my love. I will speak to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for coming on the the podcast. So many gems. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and have a great rest of the evening. Thank you, darling. Take care. (laughs) 